but like you showing that Queens hat, like you know, I know you know David wanted to talk about fits and fashion and stuff like that. It's so amazing that like it don't matter where you live in this country in the United States of America, you see a street sign with Queens on it, Bronx, Brooklyn. Like you just know what it is. Like yeah, yeah. there's just so many areas that have like so many iconic things that relate to it. If I put a street sign out here in Arizona, it said like Fremont. I wouldn't know what that is. Well, what the heck is that? When you, you think of Arizona, you think of a cactus. You think of dust. You think of stuff like that, you know, and the cactus has been played out out here. We don't have a lot of that rich history of, like, stuff like that besides, you know, political nonsense and, and ridiculousness. So, you know, when I see, like, the queens on the side of a hat, I love stuff like that. But it makes you feel away when you're not from New York, you know what yeah. I mean? I get a lot of people that, are like, like come and like, oh, there's queens on the hat? I'm going to get it, and they're not from here. It's like a nice little staple piece, but like, oh, that's where right. I got that hat from. So, like, that's yeah. one positive. Now, that's yeah, that's dope. Like, if I'm in New York, yeah, I'm gonna pick up, a, I'm gonna pick up something like that. You know what I mean? But I'm a Dodgers fan, so but I think too much. Like, everybody started putting Nipsey on the hat. I was like, all right, I don't, I don't, you know, he's, I don't really care for that too much. You know, they yeah. started putting Kobe wings on everything, and Kobe, yeah, and I'm like, ah, you know what? That's just not me. The palm tree, palm tree was enough. That was like a staple. That was enough. Yeah, that was. Then yeah, then when I started seeing the palm tree put on, like, San Francisco Giants and stuff, I was like, ain't no palm trees in San Francisco. I mean, there might be some, but I don't think of palm trees when I think of San Francisco. You know what yep. I mean? You think of a, tr- nah. a trolley car. You know, you think of Rice Aroni. Yeah. You know, you think. <laughs> San Francisco, I'm a San Francisco fan. I'm a right. San Francisco fan, and I've been waiting for them to do, like, a really good, like, stitching on it. And they haven't. They haven't really done anything. I think I've seen maybe once the the golden gate bridge on it or something right other than that like they haven't really come up with a really good theme but like you said like a trolley would be dope there's so many cool things that you could probably do but they're just yeah i don't know we're doing we kicking this talk off or what What are we doing here yeah so before we get too deep let's um greg i know it's your first time on so if you want to just give us a little background just tell us where people might know you from uh, I mean, you know, I talk to you guys quite often, you know, obviously got the podcast, the sneaker podcast, uh, been doing it five years now. So five years of the podcast, really long time, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't think it would make it that long. You know, uh, me and David was just talking before, you know, Mike had got on and it started out as a simple text message thread, you know, and, you know, it's amazing that like, you know, it's amazing, like, the space you find yourself in. The, the podcast is the podcast, but I've always taken pride in the fact of, and I think you two could relate, you know, being creators, you have Ivy Brand, you know, Mike had the, you know, the camp out and, you know, stuff like that. Like, and Mike has always been a creative person. Like, it, it, it makes you feel good when you can think of something, implement it, and keep it going. That's the most pride you can have in anything is, like, we all have those moments where we sit around with our friends and our homies like, oh, let's start a business. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's make this money this summer. And none of us do anything. But, you know, actually sitting down with myself and saying I want to do a podcast and doing it and learning it and starting it. It's awesome. It's a great feeling. So, you know, and I appreciate you asking me to be on the show, you know. Uh, people love the episode, you know, we've had with Mike, you know, <laughs> and, and Mike is a, is a highly you know, requested person to come back on the podcast, which I want to happen. I plan on coming to the East Coast, you know, Ooh. this year. So, uh, yeah, I plan on coming to the East Coast and trying to do will, a couple shows. I will schedule a room somewhere. Yeah, so. Pause. I will schedule a room for pod- podcasting 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. for. So I'm definitely trying to make that happen, you know, um, at some point this year, because I think it'd just be some cool to do, you know, but um, like I said, you two have been, you know, people, you know, met through the podcast, you know, I would have never been on Instagram if it wasn't for the podcast, you know, and um, I, right now I, I dread it at times, but, you know, it got to meet good people like you guys, you know, a lot of people, you guys respect you guys and all conversations now, when it comes to anything, somebody always says, well, I was talking to Mike, the camp out, or I was talking to David Blackman. My conversations with a lot of people start out with your guys' names <laughs> at some point coming up in it. That's a 100% facts. So uh, I think we all like running like the same circles of like DMs and discussions of individuals. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. All right. So. Definitely. Well, it's, it's really great having you on. Um, obviously, I, I really enjoy your show. Um, I try to listen to it every week while I'm at work um, trying to do stuff. But you know, it's just a great, like you said, every time someone will say, oh, I was talking to Greg or I was talking to Mike. And <laughs> so every every conversation, not every conversation, but a lot of the conversations that I have start with, with your names as well. Right. Um, so that's why, but I wanted to have you guys on because I've been thinking about like topics. And one of the topics that I really wanted to do was talking about putting together an outfit with sneakers I think it's one of those things that's really overlooked and a lot of the podcasts a lot of people that I listen to I don't really hear people talk about like well this is what I think about like putting together my outfit but I know talking to and watching and listening and seeing the posts that you both put up that you're both very like into putting together a foot a fit with your sneakers and it's not just about the sneaker it's about the whole ensemble and i think for me that's that's kind of the way i think of it too is i'm not going to put on you know a pair of air, you know a pair of air force ones or a pair of air jordan ones or a new balance or anything without thinking about what the rest of the outfit is going to look like as well and so i look up to you guys in terms of what you put together because i think you guys have your own unique style you guys curate your own fit and it's not something that I get that I see you know I think I see a lot of supreme on my on my timeline I see a lot of union I see a lot of Nike but you guys take it a little bit further and will curate like a little bit better of a fit so I thought it was important to have two people that I think are are synonymous with with style come on and talk about how they put together a fit and what they think about, you know, outfits and maybe give people that are listening a little bit of a style advice. Um, you know, you know, can, can I say something, David? Real sure. Quick? So, I, you know, I don't want to interrupt or like whatever, but like, I do want to like, so when I had Mike on the podcast, you know, one of the things that like I, I let him know was about his influence he's had on me. And I think a lot of people on social media, it comes with like so many different layers and waves of like understanding where you are in your life when it comes to clothes and stuff like that. Um, it's funny because, you know, I'm old, but like to, to say like, I got, you know, best dress of the, of the school in high school. I got best dress, all that stuff all the time, you know, growing up. And it's funny when you talk about clothes and stuff like that, back then your main responsibility and focus was like just being fresh, sneakers, clothes, didn't have main a lot of responsibilities now. And I will tell you this, like I said, I wouldn't be on social media if it wasn't for the podcast, but 
social media plays a major part in staying current with clothes and taking risk on certain things. Just Mike himself, he's had me out here looking at specific sneakers <laughs> that I would have never considered whatsoever. And things that I appreciate, you know, like I said, oh, shoot, now I can see where they were going with this with certain things like that. And me being a father of, of three and I'm 38 years old, you know, it's funny that like when you're younger and or like when you're younger or not even married or have kids, you your mindset is completely different. Like you don't have to worry about like certain things like all the stuff that I used to be able to do when I was younger. I can't do now. I was telling my, my wife a long time ago, I said, I can't even remember the lyrics to songs anymore. I could barely remember the chorus because. When I was younger, I listened to music all day. Now my mind is so bogged with, oh, parent-teacher conference. Uh, oh, we got soccer practice. Oh, shoot, we got to do the bills. Uh, make sure the bank, got to call the bank. We got, we got so many other things that like clothes slowly fade out. But then I could go on social media and see like, ooh, typically my pattern of pants would be this, but like, yo, I never thought about a tiger camo. You know, I would do a, a regular camo, army camo, you know, but that's what it's kind of come down to nowadays. And when it when you talk about sneakers, like I said, you know, we have this ongoing battle with sneakers, you know, with, you know, what's hot, what's not, what's fire, what's a fad, what's a trend. And it's basically like having the guts and understanding of like, anything can be fire. Like people have this certain level of like, this is fire only. No, it's not. It's not like, you know, and we always talk about New Balance and, you know, stuff like that. Me and, and David and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, man, like, I, you know, I got my, oh, my, oh. Favorite, my favorite thing of all time, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, you know, and I'm wearing Vans right now. You know what I mean? So. Oh, I know but, how you, you know, get down with the Vans. See, and I love, I love my Vans because I'm a California person. You know what I mean? West Coast. That's West Coast right there. It's a West Coast thing, but a lot of people don't understand that, like, you know, it's it's crazy to see like the change and the dynamics of like clothing. You know, I, I go to the van store and they got certain vans that are a hundred dollars now, and I'm like, a hundred dollars for van? Like, oh my! It, it flips, it throws me for a loop. Mm-hmm. But that's where we at, you know, right now. And like I said, you know, Mike being from New York, and I, I believe you're in Connecticut, right, yeah. David? Yeah. You guys are West Coast. You guys have seasons. I live in Arizona. We don't have a seasons. It's it's just hot. It gets it gets really cold, maybe two weeks. You know what I mean? Um, and really cold is that a hoodie? You know, you put on a coat out here, you look ridiculous. You know, um, but I I will say, like I said, social media is what keeps a lot of people who may not have the time to curate a fit. You know, you could take ideas from people, and I feel like a lot of people don't express that to people like that. You know what I mean? I have no problem telling Mike, yo, I only bought this because of you. Mm-hmm. That's it. I have no problem. That, 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 that's what it's for. You know what I mean? I liked when, like, we, the podcast got into hats and stuff like that. We started talking more about hats and stuff. People message me all the time, yo, I got started getting into hats more and stuff like that. And even though we all wore hats, you know, once you put an emphasis on something, people start to gravitate towards it. You mm-hmm. know, and I, I, I read a book about New York and this article about hush puppies and how, like, it was going out of business but a group of people in new york was like made it cool and it picked up like they called that a pandemic that was a pandemic (sighs) it went from one person to another to another to another and then hush puppies were on like high-end fashion stages between Mm -hmm. a block of time so 
Um, you know, it's amazing how stuff like that happens. Yeah, no, definitely. I um, I will say that I didn't. I'm I'm when I was younger, I was a hat guy, but obviously, like now, since I have longer hair, um, I tend to not <laughs> wear a hat as often. But you guys did make me buy like two or two or three hats that I I wouldn't have bought otherwise. Um, and I looked at you know I was I was like oh man I could get a fresh like you know I could get a green San Francisco hat what like okay like yeah I'm gonna get that because I know I could rock it I know there's stuff that I could you know I could pull it off with. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about how would you describe your 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 style now? I mean I I think I go through the same thing that. Greg, that you said, I'm the same age, I'm 38, I got a kid. I have very limited time to think about a lot of things. Um, and one of the things is obviously my outfits, but I always have this sort of mantra of, I need to make sure that whatever I'm wearing, if I end up in some room, I can't be looking crazy, right? Like if I have to go run to the school to pick up my daughter, I can't be looking crazy. I can't be looking like, like, who is this guy? Like, what's this guy doing? If I have to go to, like, I, I remember maybe three years ago, I, they had a meeting. It was a, like a surprise, not a surprise meeting, but just a meeting where there were some big wigs at Yale and I got asked to come and I wasn't wearing what <laughs> I could fit, you know? And it wasn't that it was a bad outfit. It was just that it wasn't appropriate, right? Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't go from room to room. And so I'm in this room with all these people with ties and blazers on. And, you know, I kind of, I kind of felt, I felt out of place and I didn't want to ever do that again. And so I'm very cognizant now, I think a little bit more about what I wear and making sure that like, okay, I got a blazer in my, in my, in my drawer over here, just in case I throw that on and I got a fit that I, I can wear a blazer with if I need to. So I think for me, it's about being, it's just about being ready for whatever the situation is, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm uh, I don't know. I feel like the age, we're all in the same age group. I'm 37. So like right. one of those things where I, I just started getting dressed to get dressed. I just wear what I like right now. I'm wearing a pair of Carhartt, like Dickies pants with high, you can't see my whole fit, but anyway, I have them like cuffed up with a pair of, crazy socks from what is that place chick sweet chick they did a collaboration stance brown and this thing i think the fit is fire i think it's very mature the socks are a little loud like they're like oh you're wearing dickies to work i'm like yeah they look like dress pants nobody knows tomorrow i might wear sweatpants the day after that i might wear slacks i don't know who the fuck cares at the end of the day like speaking on your statement before i used to feel like that a lot when walking into any room because i would always dress kind of urban as it was put because you're wearing baggier pants or you're wearing joggers or you're wearing whatever you're wearing that isn't what that room is wearing is considered different and urban, no matter what you're doing. And I became very self-conscious of that, like a lot, where to the point where like, I would be like, I have to look my best no matter where I'm going because I don't know who I'm going to see and how I'm going to be judged. Because at the end of the day, like it's a judgment, no matter, you know, we could do like the race thing because like if we work into a certain room, some people look at you different than if I walked into like a sneaker store, I'd be like, oh, that fit is fire. If I walked into a bank, they'd be like, all right, where's the money? Lock that down. You know what All I'm right. saying? So like it, it became one of those things. And as I got a little bit older and as I matured more, I was like, I, I became more like, fuck it. This is what I want to wear. This is how I like to wear things. And this is what I think looks the best on me. And that's more important. Like what makes you feel most comfortable? 
And I think a lot of people kind of miss that when they go onto the hype train of what's fire. Because they hear fire, they immediately assume they'll be accepted by right. everyone because that fit is fire. But I mean, I, I, I see a fire fit that someone's like, oh, that shit is dope. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess you can call that during the same thing as everyone else. That's cool. But me personally, uh, you know, Carhartt to, to nines. And tomorrow I might wear off white. Uh, I might wear, I don't know, something stupid like uh, just a, a Uniqlo t shirt that you don't even know it's Uniqlo. I might wear a camp out. I might wear an IBT. Who the hell knows? Like, it's what that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? You know what's crazy is that, like, we had talked about on the podcast before about, like, you know, stuff that goes in and stuff that goes out. And we were talking about, you know, dunks and FBs and stuff like that. And I was just like, I, I, and I still to this day, I just do not understand how things like a dunk, a, a SB dunk or a sportswear dunk becomes whack. You know what I mean? And I feel like we allowed this stuff to happen. And I get like our style changes. Like I can understand no, no longer wearing basketball, Nike basketball. I can understand that. You know, we got, we became adults. We were going on job interviews and stuff. We can't walk around wearing LeBrons with everything. And I, and I know our pants got smaller and, things started fitting different i completely understand that but like the fad of things the understanding of it you know we talk about like vintage and stuff you know and it's like this is in you know this is vintage is in and it's like it's essentially still a t-shirt it isn't like now if vintage faded away why why would it fade away like that's the one thing i never understood about that and our age group david and i having a child what makes it unique is, is that like we're in this group of quote unquote like cool dads our group <laughs> is so unique like i told my wife the other day i said i can't wait to see everybody that has a ton of tattoos that's our group of age group like we're gonna see them progress older right like so when you turn 80 <laughs> we won't be able to see that until our age group gets that age you know what i mean because we started so much like we we started so many trends and fashion so many things and stuff like you know, I was saying like when as a kid, you used to see somebody come down the street when I was a kid in LA. If somebody was coming towards us covered in tattoos, it was like, oh crap. Now it's 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 fire. It's like everybody wants them. You know what I mean? It's, it's a cool thing, you know. Um, and you think about you know, like I said with the clothes and stuff. You know, like he said, the uncomfortableness in rooms. I'll tell you where I, I work for the government, so like where I do is very serious, you know. But I wear a baseball hat to work <laughs> in work in meetings now i'm a upper level person so like no one's gonna tell me anything but it was like what was accepted and what wasn't if somebody had came in wearing like a uh, a fisherman hat a bass pro fisherman hat if they were wearing one of those no one would have said a thing but for some odd reason to mike's point urban if i walked in wearing a dodgers hat it was like the heck do you think you're doing and it's like, whoa, whoa, this is a, a Dodgers hat. Like, you know what, 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 you know what this is more than you know what that is, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, the curation of like, you know, clothes, like people always, and I do want to know what you guys think. Cause like, I have the hardest time right now with when I'm going to put something to wear, where to start. It used to be sneakers. I don't, it's not sneakers anymore. And it's not even hat because I, I wear whatever color hat I want to wear. I don't care if I'm wearing all yellow. I'll wear an all-white hat. I don't care. You know what I mean? With hats. But I don't know where to begin sometimes anymore. It's never the shirt. It's never the – you know, actually, know what it is? I'm sorry. I've started with the pants more now. I start with the pants now and then pick a shirt. I don't go with shirt, hat, shoes. I 
pants. I got to figure out the pants first because that makes me feel the most comfortable with my pants. I, I try to, so like for me, I think that's a struggle that I have too is like, okay, where am I going to start with this? Where's, where, like, I feel like I have an idea. Like I start with an idea of like, okay, I have this pair of shoes. I haven't worn it yet. I want to wear this pair of shoes and then I'll back into something um, sometimes. And like for me, so like the priority for a while has been, okay, I have shoes that I haven't worn. I need to make sure that I wear them or get rid of them. And there are stuff that I really like that I really have, that I have, that I really want to wear. And so forcing myself to do that has been sort of where I've started. And what I've, what I've sort of come back to where I started, like where I started about 10 years ago was I would just buy everything in black. I would just buy everything in black. I buy a sweatshirt, it'd be in black. I buy, I buy pants, it'd be black because I knew I could wear it with everything. And so I've kind of progressed back to that, but it's been a little bit, it's been a little bit broader, right? So I do like more basics of like black, navy, green, beige, gray. So colors that I would, I can wear because I noticed if I, if I buy like a yellow, I won't really wear it that much. So for me, it's more about like having the staples that go along because I have so many shoes that it's, it's, it's really, that's really where I have to sort of, even if that's not where I start when I'm trying to put together an outfit, it's ultimately what is going to make the biggest statement for me in most situations. And people know me for my shoes. So I always have to make sure that they're not the thing that is, is clashing with anything else. So I feel like, I feel like for me, it is the shoes, you know, to, to an extent, to a major extent. So like your closet, like a, it's, it's, as far as the clothing goes, is it's much more versatile than probably mine. Cause if I wear a hoodie, like this hoodie, I won't be able to wear this again. Well, I can wear it with other shoes, but I probably won't wear it again for about six months, eight months. Yeah. I mean, outside of summer, like you won't do this hoodie again until the fall. I got my charger, sorry. But like, you know, everybody's different in that sense. Like, like Craig was saying, pants is where I've been starting lately just for the simple fact that it's kind of like my business attire. It's kind of like my chill attire. If I start with sweatpants, I know I'm doing a casual thing. If I start with something that's like a slack, I know I'm going to be maybe going into a meeting. I might see somebody. I might be doing something. Like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll wear these. But for the most part, like, I stopped doing shoes a while ago. I'm not gonna lie. I just, I just gave up on the shoe thing. Cause I'm like, we got enough shoes. We have enough shoes that no matter what you put on, you're going to find something you're going right. to, I don't care what time of the day, where you're going, what you're doing, what, what you're wearing. You, ah, I can wear those. That that's what, once I got to that point where I was like, Oh, okay. Oh yeah. All right. I'll wear those. That's it. You don't, you don't start the shoes anymore. I'm just going to plug my charger. I'm listening. Yeah, of course. But you know, you know, what's funny is, is that you talk about how many shoes we have. I, I found myself, picking out my clothes and then trying to decide my sneakers and then I would pick a pair of sneakers and I would wear it all day just fine but then when I came home I would remember another pair that would have been better with this you know I would be like god why didn't I wear the salmon toes I wore I wore this salmon color hoodie and then I chose you know this and instead of the salmon toes today you know what I mean like things like that and you know like Mike said about the hoodies one right now I found myself in that corner too you know when pink when pink started to like really hit off, you know, 
you know, we started buying a lot of the pink New Balances, a lot of pink, you know, Asics and stuff like that. Found myself wearing a lot more pink hoodies, shirts, and clothes. I cornered myself. And then I became like, um, like David had said, like, everywhere I went, I became the guy who always wears pink. And I was like, okay, I didn't try to do that. You know, I didn't, I didn't try to become the guy who wears pink all the time. But it was so many dope sneakers that were coming out with pink and everybody was experienced with the colors. It was like, well, I got to get a pink hoodie. You know, I got to get a shirt. You got to get this. You got to get that. And then I would go somewhere and they'd be like, oh, Greg's not wearing pink today. And it's Ooh. like, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, okay. and, that's, and that's what happened. Like, even like when stuff comes out right now, I look at the rewear value because, man, it's like, I know I could wear this again, but it, it's so predominantly, it's so loud that it'll look like I wear it every single day. Mm-hmm. Mike Mike could wear that hoodie right there. He could wear it two weeks from now, but it's so predominantly it's so yellow that like I feel like I just saw it yesterday. You know what I mean? That's what always ends up happening with a lot of clothes I buy. I always buy something that's way too out there, and then once that happens, then I start off buying all these basics. You know, start buying like a plain color shirt and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and throwing jackets over it. You know, I, I buy a ton of jackets. I will tell you the one thing that I put forth the most effort in is jackets and backpacks i have no idea why like my backpack has to be fire i got about 40 50 plus backpacks and i don't carry nothing i live in arizona we don't walk anywhere but like i just love backpacks that much but jackets i got about 13 jean jackets i don't know why and you know that's a lot of fur in it that's a lot of denim yeah but it's one of those things where it's like when you go to the store you can see why this jacket is different than that one i buy like i have like a levi with the 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 white fur what is it mm-hmm. sherpa yeah, whatever yeah, that is yeah yeah it's a hundred it, it gets to 125 here sometimes the low low i would have to go out at like 3 a.m to wear something that thick you know in order to to be cold but like i have this granular thought of like you guys on the east coast i love that look i love that feel and i can never experience that here you know what i mean and it's like when well, that sucks but i buy it just in case you know what i mean when you come out here, at least I know it'll be in your bags. <laughs> oh yeah, everything jackets. that I can't wear here, just jackets. Gonna, everything, everything yep. that I can't wear out here is in there. Greg, wear your pants. No, no, I didn't bring pants. Only jackets. <laughs> <laughs> jackets I, and sneakers. What's up? I feel like yeah. I go through the same thing though, Greg. With the so like I think two two or three weeks ago, or a few weeks more than a few weeks ago, Todd Snyder dropped um, their LL Bean collaboration. Oh. Hold on. Oh boy, Todd Snyder dropped, you know, their, their Peanuts LL Bean collaboration, right? So like, I'm All a right. big Todd Snyder fan. And so- I love Todd Snyder. They had a ton, you know, they had a ton of different crew necks and like they had this great orange camo hoodie. And I was like, that is fire, but I wouldn't wear it. Like I'd wear it once. And like you said, I couldn't wear it again for another six months because- it's just so loud that like you can't wear it consistently, right? So I had to I had to condition I tried to condition myself to go back and go, okay. So I bought like a gray one because I can wear that and then I can wear it in a few weeks and it's not gonna feel like, oh, I just wore this. People aren't gonna go, right. oh, you know, it's the same thing recycled over and over again, you know. And I and I really wanna make sure that, like you said, that rewear value. Like a lot of stuff has to have that. Do I get to call you out right now? Is that like a thing I could do on this podcast? <laughs> can I can hey. I call you out? 
I um, cut it out. Go ahead. I, I, all right, so you cut this out. Question: What what is that shirt you're wearing? It's pretty colorful. What is that? Oh, this is this is this is this is my shirt. It's an Ivy shirt. Oh, I know exactly what it is. I want to make sure you know what it is. So when you put out clothes, you do know that you tie dye them and they're very loud, right? I do absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All absolutely. right, so, so, so hold all on. the rewear value shit that you're talking about goes out the fucking window when somebody buys your shit and they're like, oh, oh I can't wait again for eight months. Fuck. I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think about this too. Like I think yeah, about I mean, the Ivy stuff too because I make Ivy stuff and some of it is very loud and a lot of it, yeah, it's it is that it is that like rewear value, right? So, um, for me, it's either one of two things. Like I make it because other people have said, "Hey, I really would like to see this," or they'd like to see that, and so I make it. Again, you'll notice that you won't see me wearing a lot. Like I don't put out a lot of photos of me wearing the products that I that I create. And it's not because I don't like everything. It's just because, um, you know, I, I've been talking to a couple of people at other t-shirt brands, like bigger t-shirt brands. And they're like, you know, you hit this point where you just can't wear everything and, and you can't keep everything. And everything that you produce is not for you. You're producing something for somebody else. So you know, I'm kind of at that point where it's like, yeah, I produce stuff that I don't necessarily want, but I like, I just have so much stuff that I can't wear it all, right? And I do have a, a bunch of loud stuff and I can rotate through it, right? But I have like, you know, I have like 40, 50 hoodies. I can rotate through and you will never see the same hoodie, like, you know, in the same, you know, in the same three months. So it's not a big deal for me in terms of having something that's too loud and wearing it and then someone seeing it. Like I, you know, it's it's totally different. I think when you have such a plethora of, of you know, of the same sort of thing, but yeah, I that's think a... about it and, and I don't, and I, and there's a, you know, I've tried to rotate in for a while. My wife was even saying like for a while, it was just like nothing but Ivy stuff that I was wearing. And I tried to like step away and like rotate in and I gave away, I must've gave away like 30, 40 hoodies just because, you know, they just sit there. I don't wear them all. I can't. Well, wear. you know, I, I find it funny that you, you said that David, because like the stuff, hearing you say that, like the stuff that you make, you might not necessarily, you know, you like it, but it's not really for you or whatever. And like the stuff that Mike's make, I can clearly tell that's Mike's style, you know? And I used to always, in I'll, I'll use Kanye's for an example. When Kanye had the clothes and like they were all holy and they fit all the weird, I used to always say I hated the way he designed stuff because I could tell he loves it. And he's trying to make me dress like him. Mm -hmm. And I used to be like, man, but like it's such a unique style, you can't. Now, with both of your guys' styles, it can be worn by anybody. I will say when I posted the picture of wearing the Ivy League, the crew neck the pink one i mean that one people loved that one and it is one of those ones that's like well i definitely can't i don't post enough on social media so you, you know what i mean it, <laughs> but i definitely can't post that one again not for a while yeah. like you're gonna have i definitely can't put that again like now i could wear it again so I wore it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it it, it, it it's funny so like I, I do feel like do you guys feel like designers and clothing brands should design more for the public or for their own personal taste and try to implement like new taste on other people if that I'm makes gonna, any sense 
I'm gonna I'm gonna double dutch this one. So like I initially started thinking that I have to make things in a way that people can receive them, use them, wear them, love them, and hopefully wear them forever. Like I was like, oh, I, I have to find that design. What design is that? And like I liked my logo. My logo was cool. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough that I wanted to wear it. And that's where the clothing came from. But then people were like, oh, could you do it in blue? Could you do it in green? And I was like, oh, how can I, how can I make clothes that everybody wants to wear? And then I had to like quickly learn that one, you don't have enough money to do that. And two, like if they like it, they'll buy it. So not everything is for everyone. And that's kind of where I live. If I like it, enough to produce it for everyone else it's going to be a small quantity it's not going to be a lot and hopefully whoever buys it likes it now i obviously work and do things other places and i see how other people make things and they're more like if they're going to buy it i'm going to make it and i'm like but do you enjoy doing that do you enjoy making that kind of merch for people that you don't love but you think they'll love so you just do that i that that's my my biggest conundrum with making clothes and why I don't put things out every other week. I wait six or seven months. That I'm in between six different designs right now. And I'm like, what do I love the most? And that's what I'll sell. Dave, I think you operate a little bit differently. We're like, you have a plethora of ideas and you're just housing it and you're feeding it left and right. And I think all your ideas are good or solid or people will like. So like, it's something that works for you. And I think everything that you use has meaning to you. So maybe the clothing design isn't, the coloring isn't the thing that like you care about the most, but the message that you're sending is the important thing to you, which is why I think your brand resonates so well with you, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I do the same. I, I started off sort of trying to like create something that everyone would appreciate, right? And then, I mean, I kind of hit a point at the beginning of this year where I was just like, okay, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to feel the pressure of like having to worry about like, am I going to put out something or do I have enough out? Is there enough demand for something right now? So I have sort of stepped back and said, okay, I'm going to produce something if I really, really like it. And I'm not even going to like advertise it. I'm not putting a pic, I'm putting, not putting up on my website. I'm just like, I'll, I'll post pictures and if people like it, they can, they can hit me up and I'll, and I'll do a small run or something. But for the most part, like I'm thinking it's something that I really like. It's something that I really mold over for a while. I produced and it's sitting there and I'm like, man, this is fire. I got to get a picture out, you know, like that. I got to share this. If I don't feel like sharing it, then I'm not, I, then why would I even produce it? You know what I mean? So so like for me, I think that's where I'm at, where like I have tons of stuff that I've made that I've never even shared because I'm just, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel that, that great about it. And people may love it. People may love it when I share it, but at the same time, I'm not passionate enough about it to produce it. But I know, I know, you know, in, in dealing with other brands or like looking at other brands, hey. <laughs> Bro, it's, we, 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 we all do it. Like yeah. I'm. We all do it, trust me. What, what other brands kind of do the same thing? Like, I think, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like Todd Snyder because I feel like I'm not bombarded every week, like, with something that they're doing. And so, you know, like, and I, and I think we kind of talked about this on the Kith episode or the Ronnie Feig episode where it feels like, you know, the Monday program is just like, okay, I got to put out something. I'm putting out something. 
And it's kind of like, all right, like, yes, I get it. You, you know, you, you had a slice of pizza at this, you know, at this pizzeria once and, you know, you really liked it. So now I got to do a whole collaboration around it. Right. And so, I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, like I kind of, I kind of, I kind of want three months or a little bit of time to digest certain things. And I don't think I get that from a lot of brands. And so for me, I really want, I don't need everything to mean every mean something, but I need to feel like you thought about this. You're really passionate about it. And you took your time with it. You know, I, I would say I, I do agree and disagree with that. You know, sometimes I feel like too many things have too many stories, you know, Sometimes it's all right if you just wanted to make a red shirt with a slice of pizza on. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'll tell you, I have gotten to the point to where, even with Jordans, where, you know, I feel like, I told I somebody, as I said, I feel like every single year there's like these one or two Jordan ones that come out with this story that no one has ever heard before in the history. Oh, this is the Jordan one where the one time he went to the store and somebody said, shut up. And Jordan said, no, and scored 50. So this is, and I'd be like, it's the groceries, the bodega ones. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what are you talking about? I, I, I got to the point where I didn't believe it anymore. Now, with your point with Kith, I will tell you, like, it's so hard with, I, I love Kith. I honestly do. Like, I just have, and, you know, but I will tell you the last probably three times I've ordered from Kith, I've been highly disappointed. And I will say that, and I mean that with, like, and I didn't know if it was what I was ordering. You know, like, I, I feel like the best stuff was the stuff that I can't wear in the state of Arizona. I can't order the Dodgers Kith Collection jacket. I, I can't. I will wear that for one week, maybe, stretching it due to the weather. So I got to order all the Kith Dodger t-shirts. And then I get the Dodger t-shirts. I'm like, this isn't even screen printed. I don't even know what this is. It's faded. The shirt, it looks like it's been in a box. It's kind of dirty. Like, you know, I, I, and you order a Simpsons t-shirt and you're like, what the heck is this? The sweaters are embroidered, but I can't order the sweaters, you know? So I was going to ask you guys this, like, do you guys still think trends exist? Like a trend? Uh, trends definitely exist. I mean, look at Hat Club uh, and a Pink Bottom. That is a trend. That is not, I mean, if you consider you, that a trend, I definitely consider that a trend, especially if, if you look at. I don't know, seven years ago, I've been wearing hats since I started losing my hair at 22. So, right. I mean, even before that, when I played baseball, I've been wearing a fitted. So, like, there's a time when I mention this, no matter where I go, that colored bottoms were a travesty in the hat world. If you had a different color than gray or green, you're something wrong with you. You're doing something weird. That's not right. That's a New York thing, though, right? Um, no. It wasn't like that in California. It was well. It was like that Connecticut for, for or the East. Maybe it's the East. Coast. Maybe, I think it's the East Coast. Coast. But okay, so so the pink brim comes out cool. Uh, we'll go back to Kip. We'll go with Mercer Mondays and Zayna robe and joggers. Like that was definitely a trendy thing that happened. Like Mercer Mondays only came about because there was supposed to be a collaboration with Zayna robe. There was a dub on the collaboration, and then uh, all of a sudden you got Mercers. So like, and then that trended for a really long time. Now if you see somebody wearing that kind of jogger like oh, oh we don't wear those anymore so that trend is still a possible thing like bell bottoms bell bottoms were a trend back in the day if you take a look at japan right now that's all these dudes are wearing high-waisted bell bottoms that's going to trickle back into the main population at some point in the next few years and you're going to see i've actually seen Ta taiga was wearing a pair of 
uh, wide leg. It's oh, yeah. so weird. They're like tight at the thigh, and then they flare, and there's like a plaid thing in the middle. I'm like, what is going on? But that's that's their trend right now, and they're trending. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna hit that trend. I don't think I'm ever gonna be able to touch that again. I might fuck around and wear a pair of Jankos. I still got some diesel bootcut jeans in the closet. I might pull those out, but that's it for see, me. See, I, I I do feel like I I do feel like sometimes the public goes so overboard with a brand or with a style that it it plays itself out. Like I tell this all the time, when True Religion was in, I lost my mind. Okay. I mean, I lost my mind. Now, this was like coming from going to the East Coast, though. Like, I was coming from Arizona, and we wore, you know, we bought jeans. We bought Levi's and stuff like that. But, like, I had never had a pair of designer jeans until I was about 20, 20 years old in college, maybe. And I didn't even have them then. I, I came to D.C. to do some political stuff. I was interning. And this kid who was, he was, he was rich. That's all. His dad was a nuclear physicist. Like, oh. they were rich. So, like... He only had true religion. This suitcase was full of true religion. I had never heard of it in my life, but I, I could tell they fit different. You know what I mean? And he let me wear a pair of his or whatever, and they were super long. But I was just like, dang, these actually do feel better and different. Came back to Arizona, lost my mind. Got everybody else into it. Had the, Every gene was a true religion. Now, true religion, now you walk outside with a pair of true religion, you might get clowned on. Oh, it's coming back, though. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, it might be there. You know, out here, it won't come back it'll take it, it's look even I at already even at already like I, i've been I, seeing i've seen that the t-shirt a trucker i'm like is this and like it's like yeah. a vintage thing it's a it's a vintage look is what they're trying to achieve so it's trending in that realm which is another thing that we don't typically talk about is the the realms of apparel because vintage is a super on, I, I think a lot of people do vintage clothing and they like that vintage look, but like the kids today have coined the market, cornered the market on vintage. I mean, they don't understand the thing they're wearing. That's besides the point, <laughs> but that's all they wear. And I'm like, I, I get it. I like it. I like the way it looks on them. I like that, that they can pull it off. I mean, you ask them what Guns and Roses is and they, I don't know, Gun and a Rose? What the fuck? But like, it, it, it's a thing that happens, you know? I think... I think the the interesting thing about trends, though, is that to bring it back to like what you said about Greg about social media, is that before I mean I think like like ten fifteen years ago you would be so, so siloed and so and so constrained by the groups that you saw every day, the people that you talked to every day, that you couldn't venture out and feel like you had some sort of belonging so so like I have my sneaker I have my sneakers here most of my friends from you know that I grew up with that I talked to that you know are like my long long-term friends aren't sneakerheads, right they're not into sneakers they don't buy sneakers like me but I can buy sneakers and I can be fully invested and fully into sneakers and not feel like I'm ostracized because I have the whole social media community because I can reach out and interact with people like you guys on a regular basis and not feel like I'm some sort of like weird person for having this thing that I really like. And I think because of the internet, because of social media, because you can reach out and touch someone that, hey, I like vintage tees or hey, I like hats without necessarily having to interact with that person in real life at work 
or go for beers after work that you know that you're still you're still connected to that that thing that you do that trend that you're that you're into without feeling ostracized or out feeling like oh man I'm wearing like you said you know true religions you walk outside and get clowned for wearing true religions yeah but you can go online and I'm sure there's a true religion you know fan club oh uh, yeah yeah, they're all so drinking not, juice and you somewhere. won't feel out of place if you like them if they feel comfortable for you if you think you look fly in them you can find a group that's gonna that's gonna support that right so like i think it's a little different now and i and i see it because i'm like at an art school so there's there's everything there's like there's goth people there's vintage people there's you know there's very there's people from asia that are that are you know pushing the next new thing so there's tech people that are all into just you know the tech the you know Errolson, you know, ACR stuff, all of that. So like, I think there's always a group that you can find that's supporting whatever trend that you're into. And so and I, I think and it's I, a lot different than when we were kids and when we were like adolescents and when we first started having money and being able to buy things on our own. And I, I, I 100% agree with that. And I think a lot of my current mind state on fashion has to do with living in Arizona. And I, I, I hate to bring it back to that, but like, it does like you know mike being in new york you see everything like i mean you just see it all man it's it's the greatest city in the world you know my favorite city is san francisco but i mean new york is the greatest city, you know um and it's one of those situations where out here if i was like you know what forget it i'm bringing trues back oh i would have to be the originator i would have to be the like and and i could easily become that out here I remember when I was in college, right? And I remember in college, Arizona, it, it's, it's a hot place, whatever, you know? And I remember in college, the university, I was going to Arizona State University, they had said that girls, that nobody was allowed to wear flip-flops anymore due to like people falling and getting injured. They literally started protesting and started calling it inhumane that they couldn't wear flip-flops and stuff like that. Like, you know, that's how it is out here. Like things out here don't, it comes late, you know, and us being on social media and being able to follow that and listening to hip hop and understanding things going on in other podcasts, you can jump on the on the trend first here. Like people, I, I will tell you this, and you could talk to a lot of people out here. They will act like I started hats in Arizona. And I was like, no, 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 no. We all been wearing them. We've never stopped wearing hats. Like I, every time I see you, you got a hat on. Hats aren't brand new. Like, you guys, we always have hats on every single time. But, like, for some odd reason, if you could place a, a another emphasis on it, like, about how more important it is, people will think, like, oh, man, Greg and That's hats, the guy. Yo, that's that's the, guy. the guy. Yo, <laughs> I, yo, what's up, man? I heard the podcast, man. Like, yo, I bought, like, 15 hats. I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy, <laughs> man. And I was like, but you already own 15 hats. Like, I did it. <laughs> you, you just didn't think about it. You, you just bought 15 didn't... more hats? Well, yeah, like, okay. you, yeah, you just didn't realize it, you know? Wow. So, you know, it, it's cool, you know, and, you know, the fads and the trends and stuff like that, you know, it it, it comes in and out. I will say, I think tie-dye was a trend, I guess. Um, Don't worry, it's coming back. <laughs> see, but, like, It's a summer it... trend. It's a summer trend. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, everybody, like, it, it's – I feel like, me personally, if you can – if you can – master the tie dye and the seasons of the dye and the ways to die 
Dave is very good at it. Uh, well, I'll keep your secret, but where I was it? Yeah, you shout him out. I'll give it uh, cl- Closed by Keith, fucking. He he is nasty with it. He's and nasty. like, I'll, I'll watch his shit. And I'm like, damn, that's a great technique. Like, and it makes me work on my technique. But like, if you can master the shades and the coloring, where it doesn't feel like tie dye and it feels like an ice and it feels like a um whatever the other one is where you drop the shit, but whatever. Like, you can change your styles and dyes. It doesn't have to phase out. It only becomes one of those things that phases out when everybody does the same exact thing. And that's what brands do. Brands fuck it up for everybody, especially the smaller guy that's making this niche kind of style like Dave. Dave's style is different. You don't see it much. And then all of a sudden you start seeing Kip do a, uh, what was there? They just did a, a drop this. It was like a marble fucking tie-dye. It wasn't enough tie-dye. It was a light tie-dye. But like, bro, fucking tie-dye, bro. Fucking kick rocks. Go back to making Kip Fox logos. Beat it. Like, this is our shit. Like, that that's when you start to see it and then kit does it and then another brand sees kit do it and it trickles and trickles and trickles but when you go back to the organic feeling of what that is summertime for me i feel like summertime is a tie-dye thing you got shorts you got a nice pair of shorts on uh whatever your all white is whatever your sneaker is if you can match that color and pull up a tie-dye whether it's brown blue black green orange doesn't make a difference it'll look dope t-shirt sometimes is a little overkill so it's either t-shirt and socks but like if you do that combo cool more power to you. Enjoy it if you can. But tie-dye, I think, is a universal thing. And it doesn't have to be color tie-dye. You can, I can take this and bleach dye it. Yep. And you'd be like, oh, oh, that yellow is kind of hard. You wouldn't even know I was wearing this again because I could bleach dye it enough. I took half my off-white shit and bleach dyed it. And people are like, oh, when they make that, I'm like, don't worry about it, buddy. Kick rocks. You'll never get it. <laughs> like, that. that's what it comes down to. And it's what you want to make it, which is what I think the fit has to evolve to at a certain age at, at a certain age you have to be able to recreate your fit the way you like it i don't care how old you are at some point i think it clicks in everybody where it's like i mean in high school i didn't want to look like my friends which is why I, like i drew back before what dave was saying it like we were in a small close-knit circle but if you were to see my fr- if i like you pulled up a kid on high school and be like yo mike has mad shoes they'd be like yeah he's always had mad shoes like that's just it's what it was. And if my boy bought an Air Max 95 Neon, I couldn't buy it because I didn't want to look like it. If he wore a, a Tommy Hilfiger in blue, no, nah, I can't do it. I got to wear it different. So, like, I think social media has fucked everybody's fits up because everybody looks the same. Nobody wants to look different. It's terrible. You know what? I, I, let me ask you this. So, like, what you just described right there is kind of like how, you know, I described, like, super duper getting into sneakers was like, it wasn't and I feel like you kind of said the same thing a little bit, but not really. But, like, it wasn't that, like, if your homie bought the 95s, oh, I can't go buy them now. I think it was, like, because, like, that close-knit group, like, we had that close-knit group as well. If we could all get the 95s, that was cool. As long as, like, everybody else didn't have them or, like, you know. You better like, call me and tell me what you're wearing when we're going out, though. Because last yeah, that's different. pull up and you're wearing the same shit, like. Yeah, that's different. But like, who's going on? Like, got me into fashion and trying to dress. You know, growing up and stuff like that in sneakers was, and I don't want to. I was having stuff that everybody couldn't get. Like these places in Arizona and California, they were there. We all went to the same malls, but people didn't go in the store. They didn't see it. So like, I would come with like, and this is back in the day. You know, you come through wearing a a Willie Esco, you know, jersey or something. Yo, where'd you get that from the same mall that you went to? You were the same place. Like I saw you shopping. Yeah, like why you didn't go in the store? You know, you didn't you didn't go look around. Like, you know, and that and that's how it was. Like with sneakers, we talk about having the 
you know, we talk about back in the day, you know, people forget, you know, when a Jordan dropped, it came out in two colors. It had a black, a white, maybe an all-star one, maybe it depended, you know, it wasn't a lot of that. And, you know, back then, like if you could get both, you know, people were like, yo, Greg got the black and the white. It was a big deal. If you had the the jump the Jordan pants too, I mean, they thought you was wealthy. They thought that you lived on the hill. You know, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you, you had the nylon, you had that, you had the wings on the back of your jacket. I mean, they thought you lived on the hill, you know what I mean? But it was just keeping your eyes open for stuff like that. And I think social media has allowed me personally to just keep my eyes open. Like when Mike, when Mike throws on a pair of, of Asics or some Deodoras or something that, like, I seen pictures on the internet, I thought, oh, these are cool. But now I was like, oh, okay, I can see that. Like, oh, them Asics, them joints, I thought in the hand, I thought were ugly, you know, uh, pink and olive green. Ew. But then it's like, oh, shoot, wait a minute. They can I go with those olive pants. Oh, all those olive pants and T-shirts I got. Duh. Like, you know. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I get it now, you know what I mean? And, and I have no problem at my age, like an age and where I'm in my life, like I said, to say we're like, yo, I see those pants on social media. I'm going to go look for them. And I feel like in fashion now, so many options are available. I don't have to buy that, that, that exact brand. Mm-hmm. I love Daniel Patrick. Daniel Patrick stuff is fire, but it is expensive, okay? Like a plain pair of hoop shorts, Plain, solid color. Get these hot pink ones. Now, hot pink hoop shorts are a risk, but I was going to make something happen with it. I went on the site. They're about like $180. I was like, oh, no, no. There are other hot pink hoop shorts out there somewhere. You I'll know make, what I mean? I'll, I'll make your pair. How about that? <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, it's just so much out there. And I feel like, you know, a lot of horizons have been open for social media. And I do feel like a lot of horizons have been ruined for social media, you know? Like sneaker events are starting to open back up. I think we're having one of our first sneaker events in Arizona since COVID uh, next week. I think it's the first one. And I can only imagine what everybody's going to be wearing. Like I can't even, there are things like that where I make sure I bring out something no one else will have. Mm. Like I expect to see a lot of clots. I expect to see a lot of, you know, whatever. You're going to see a lot of Oh, dunks. dunks. Oh my God. I, I, I wouldn't even imagine wearing a dunk to a sneaker event. I, I couldn't even. I would have to find the rarest dunk I own in order to do that. I would have to find. A I'm not gonna lie to you. One. I like to go places and look as calm and subdued as the next person. I because you know I've gotten to like you can't tell, but I got to a point where like I don't want people to ask me a fucking thing. Don't ask me about a shoe. So they see something <laughs> fire, they're like, "Yo, where'd you get those?" I don't want to have to lie to you. I don't want to do that. So I I'll pull up wearing you know, fucking university red dunks. Yeah, what's up? Oh yeah, you got them on too. Cool, bro. All right, see you later. Uh, I, I don't, because the second you pull up wearing something fucking anything anything that comes out in two weeks yeah i sit on shoes for weeks i don't even post that i have them i gotta tell them i my plug from this place got them i don't want to tell anybody fucking anything nobody needs to know shit because the problem is and social media is this i don't even know who you are yo could you help me yo could you and it's not like it's like an aggressive can you help me it's not a yo uh, i saw that maybe you've been Yo, yo, you get those? Come on, man, help me out. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Am I getting strong-armed in my fucking DM? Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> but I, I, I saw I saw Ruby had posted that they had a, they had an event in Houston, I think. They had a sneaker event. Was it last weekend? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I haven't asked her how it was, but, like, I'm sure it was wild, too. Like, 
no people haven't yeah. been out like what do you what do you think is going to happen and are you going to wear something good to your sneaker event there'll be 100 people there just stepping all over you oh yeah and see out out here you know we don't we just don't have a lot of things like that maybe three sneaker events sneaker con has been to arizona one time okay Ooh. and phoenix is a top 10 large one of the top 10 largest cities in the entire country but it's just not viewed in a way of like culture like, I think three people passed away from heat stroke, though. That that at that sneaker, <laughs> they were like, huh. there's plenty of there's there's cold. I mean, geez, I, I am regretting. I am terrified of summer because of hats. I wear hats all through summer long, but I love like some of the new ones I've got so much. Some joints are going to be disgusting out here. I people are like, oh, I love the white brim. I hate white brims. No, do not give me a white brim and a hat. Like it's done. Like they get all there. ruined and stuff. Yeah, don't you, you know? always got to look this way? Don't ever turn that around and look. Uh. <laughs> so, but yeah, like you know, I I do feel like you know, you know, when it comes to like you know fashion and being unique, it's really hard when like you know you you don't live in a place of of creativity. You know, David said he works in the art area of where he comes from. He gets to see a lot of that stuff. I'm not in school anymore. I'm an adult now, so I do a bunch of like, and and and, and let me say this. When I say adult now, like I do a lot of adult things, like you know, oh, the kids' birthday parties. I go to about oh, yeah. six. I go to about six kids' birthday parties a month. I'm not even joking. All right, oh, and yeah. nobody, nobody at these events own a pair of sneakers that you would think are fire. Like they don't nobody. own nothing. So then it's like Greg with the sneakers. Here's Greg with the sneakers. Hey, Greg, <laughs> you become yeah. that guy. You know. Now I will say with my current status of where I am. I don't venture off enough. It's a lot of hard work in Arizona. I, it's a lot of hard work in New York. It's a lot of hard work to like venture off into things. You know what I mean? And, you know, I could easily go to like the local sneaker shop and do stuff, but it, it's like a hundred degrees outside. It's hot. My clothes get sweaty, stank. Got to have the AC on the car full blast, traffic everywhere. By the time you get there, the sneaker shop has a small selection of stuff. You feel pressured to buy something because, you know, drove all the way down here, you know, I'll take a shirt or something, you know what I mean? And, you know, and it's like that. And, 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 you know, but it's funny, you know, I, 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 I do love it. And like I said, and, uh, you know, I think I, I think I might be the only person who I don't hate dunks, but like, I just don't understand it as much because I love them. But a dunk to me is just a van. Like I don't, I, I just, I mean, I want Curry's so bad. The the low top ones. I'm not paying 400. I'm not. I can't. Like, come on now. Like, there's no tech. There's no nothing. It's it's a box, two a pair of laces, and the shoe. The the hype will die on them. Um, I, I actually think Nike's killing them with the amount that they're producing now, just for the market. Uh. I know that they're going to switch up the material a little bit. So it's going to be a little bit of a downgrade in that area. I don't know if they're trying to flood the market with dunks, but there's such a high demand for them that it's, I mean, it would be fiscally irresponsible for them not to put out more. That's one way to look at it. And then on top of that, like we were just talking, if I go to an event, I'm throwing on a pair of university red and chilling. Like, and people are like, and I'm like, yeah, these are just chill sneakers. Like, <laughs> I put them on to go chill. Like, I don't, I don't really, honestly, like I, I just moved. And I got rid of a lot of shoes. I, I used a lot of my shoes to put a down payment on a home. Like, I didn't have to go into the bank. I'll put it like that. Right. So, like, I, I came to the point where, like, everything in my closet, people are like, oh, you got mad shoes. I'm like, yeah, I got 
New Balance. Didn't touch a single ASIC. Didn't touch a single New Balance. I'll tell you that much. They didn't leave my closet. But like all the other shit that like people fawn over, I'm like, I don't need this shit. What do I need this for? I wear it once a year, realistically. I wear it twice a year. Why is it taking up space in my room so I can look at it? Nah, man. The stuff I have in my rotation right now, I, I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, oh shit, I haven't seen this forever. Let me wear these. Let me wear, and I wear them. They're, they stay in my closet in the front for like a week and a half. I might wear them twice. You know, you know I haven't worn a shoe twice in years in the same week. Yeah. It's nuts. See, and that's where I had gotten to the point of wearing Vans every single day. Like, I just put them on because I know my fault when it comes to sneakers. It's it's just to have it. Like, and I a lot I did a lot of shopping on eBay, and I would go to eBay and type in, like, Nike Vintage, Sneaker Vintage. And I would go back and buy a sneaker that I legit can't wear. I can't wear the sneaker. It came out in 1994, and it's yellow. The sole is off, but it's like, now I can, now I know personally, ooh, I got the OG Agassi, you know, in the closet. I, I, I don't know why. I hate that. Like, I, I absolutely hate it. It's like, ooh. Like, I'm trying to get the original, the OG Kennedys. Yeah. For what? I got I, ha- the- I have them. You need a pair? Well, I need a pair. How many you got? <laughs> I got three. See, I got two of the hyenas, two blue and two red. Mm-hmm. But I want an OG for some odd reason. But I don't need an OG. You know I'm what I mean? Wear it. <laughs> I'm not I, gonna wear it. I cycle through them all the time. Sometimes I wear the OG. Sometimes I wear the 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 reissue. I've I got I have three pairs of tanneries too. I go through those like a mom. I'll depend on which one I wear today. It just I I how, wore my Kennedys the other week for the or hyenas whatever for the first time in probably a year or two. You know, like they had like some weird spaghetti sauce on the laces. I dropped this ravioli. And I hated it. And I finally was able to clean it off. And I was like, oh, I'll wear these again. Now, I could have worn the brand new pair I have. I haven't worn it yet. But I was like, nah, I can't risk it. I don't know why. I, I don't, I'm not running or being chased. Oh, I, don't. I forgot I gave that pair away. I gave that pair to somebody, actually, the second pair of Hyannis that I had. <laughs> I literally just gave it. I didn't even charge him. I just gave it to him. He was like, oh, man, I wish I could get a 10 and a half. I was like, I got you. Here you go. Hey, David. Do you like, do you, actually, this is for both of you guys. Do y'all like being known as, like, the ASIC, the non-Nike crew? Like, I'll, I'll tell you this. Everybody views, like, you, Mike, you know, David, Rico, you know, anybody as, like, the non-Nike crew. Like Nike, love Nike, but, like, you can count on them to, like, if I seen David post wearing a Jordan 1, I'd be like, what the heck is he doing? Like, it would throw me off. Oh, what is that? Who's whose gram is this? You posted for somebody? I mean, honestly, like I have no qualms with it. I don't really care. I like comfort. I I'd rather you be like, why is he wearing that shoe? Why is somebody who has like a little bit of relevancy in the game? Like, why is he not wearing? I don't, I don't wear it because the shit ain't comfortable. Like, if you want to know if I if I have to be on my feet all day to do something, you know what I'm not picking? A fucking Nike. That's for damn sure. I'm not wearing that all day. What are you nuts? I'm gonna put on a fucking pair of New Balance or ASIC if I feel like slipping out of my shoe a little bit and getting some air with slip with a split dunk. Like there's there's reasons why I wear certain things, but like comfort is number one, especially being in our age bracket. Last thing I want to do is be like <laughs> four hours into a day, like my knee hurts, my back is killing me, my sciatic kicks in, and I'm wearing Nikes and I'm like, fuck these shoes. I hate them so much. <laughs> and I just I like I like you look down and you're just like angry at what you selected. Fits fire, fit is on point. People are like, yo, killing it today. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, killing my whole body today is what I'm doing. <laughs> it's nothing. 
So, yeah, I'm okay with being uh, Asics or New Balance or Diodora. Even though Diodora, not so much anymore, but yeah. definitely definitely Asics and New Balance all day. I've been, honestly, Dave, that 2002R, I got a review. I did a, I did a review. I got to put it up. But that 2002R, so sleeper. Good. It's such a sleeper. So I went... I went so and bought good. that navy pair after the the sand color. Oh, it's so good. I the only thing I do have a qualm with is the mesh and like being able to see directly through. So socks are always an issue. Oh, but really? Outside of that, like I am I'm sold. It's right in that like good tier, good price point, good yeah. quality. Oh it, yeah. It's super comfortable. It's it's really nice. So if you're thinking about a shoe, 2002 R. Right? I only have one pair. I I've, I've been thinking about that blue leather pair. And the 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 white leather pair. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that pack. But I I don't. I mean, I, I think people overestimate my my distaste for Nike. Um, <laughs> I love Nike. I don't. I don't. Have a I I mean, I I bought I bought I bought a decent amount of Nikes. I mean, in recent memory, you know, like I got the All Star Dunks. I just it's just like, again, I. You know, you guys kind of talked about like being being part of, you know, not wanting to be one of everyone that has the same thing. And I'm 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 just not I'm just not into that. Right. And comfort matters. Quality matters. Not feeling I don't I'm also not a chaser. Right. Like I don't I don't want to feel like I don't want to feel like I'm chasing someone. And Nike is that. Nike is like, we're going to make you work for it. We're going to make you chase us. We're going to make you do everything and then still make you feel, and then still like you're going to miss out and you're going to feel like less than. And I don't like that feeling. I like feeling like I'm valued as a customer and not that other brands value me as a customer more. I'm just saying that it's, 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 it's easier to feel valued when you don't see the same thing over and over again. And I feel like when I, when I buy, when I buy a new balance, when I buy a Saucony, the conversation that I have about buying that with someone else is different than the conversation that I have if I bought the new Air Jordan one. Right. And like, not that I don't love Air Jordan ones. I love them. And I have, you know, and it's, if I could honestly, if I could buy more of them, I would. If I could, if I could attain them reasonably without having to jump through a lot of hoops, without feeling like I'm one of fifty thousand people trying at this store to try to get this shoe, I'd be more into it. But I don't. I'm not that guy. Like you know, I'm. I've never been like, oh, okay, everybody's running to this one thing. Like I'm gonna run to it too. And so Nike is that for me. Nike is that that like top dog doesn't really work for anything. They just make you feel like you're not cool enough all the time. And I'm just not into that. If, if they put out you something feel that I way, know, I will go for it. And that's, and that's just how my, how I feel. I mean, do you, you guys feel that way about, you know, stuff like Kith and things like that as well, you know? I, so like, I'm going to, I'm going to double Dutch off, off Dave's point. I feel like the Nike community is what, is the toxic thing about Nike because the resale is so high because the 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 bit rate to refresh your computer has to be through the roof to make sure that you can get through everything about the Nike product just screams hype and rush and push and stress is what it sells itself as right now like 
I like Nike. If if I could walk into any store and buy every single Nike I wanted, I would. I would definitely do that. Absolutely. But the but the idea that you have to, like Dave said, get into this this mindset of it. We've been conditioned with Nike and sneakers to feel L's. L's are the joke. It's a joke. Oh, you caught an L. You catch an L today. You're gonna get and like yeah. people like have embodied that as like their reaction to Nike. I still, I mean, I mean, I have access to some stuff, so like I don't mind. I'll, if I can get it, I can get it. If I don't have to chase it, cool. I'll take it. If I have to ask a friend to help me out and he helps me out, all right, cool. I wanted those skeptics. I don't give a fuck. I needed those. I want them. I like them. Colors, whatever. Tie-dye. Fuck you, Dave. You didn't get them. You got them because of tie-dye too. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that. that's – I still love shoes. That's that's the thing. I still love shoes. Yeah. I mean, once we had got to the point, you know, years and years and years ago of, like, you know, when – I don't want to say clout, but when like you can gain popularity from being a person that takes a lot of L's, <laughs> that's how you know the, the the dynamic has shifted. And I remember I had a conversation with with Swanger and uh, James. Shout out to James out in Texas. Um, you know, I had a conversation about it when it comes to Nike and New Balance and Asics, and you know, Asics and New Balance, and you know, Deodora. Sakanese, Kang, Ruse, all this stuff has coming out with like they meet the criteria. Somebody has sent us this crazy email I read on the podcast yesterday, but um, they do meet the criteria that we claim as sneakerheads we want when it comes to sneakers. Fire materials, dope colorways, they're comfortable. They meet a lot of these criteria that we're looking for. But the one thing that I had told Swinger, I told James was that like they'll never, that they might not ever, if ever get to is the reaction you'll get from somebody else for having them like it's it's far in between of having a you can walk down the street in a Jordan one that everybody has and quote unquote break necks like oh them is fire oh them is crazy you'll get a lot more of that but you could you could walk out with a uh Samento 1.05 and you won't even get a second look by anybody you have to come across somebody who really knows their stuff. But that and one person is enough. Now, that one person is enough for that credibility. It is, but we don't live in a society like that where one is enough. If, oh. if you got, if you, if you posted, let me tell you something, Mike, one person comes to you in the store and says, those are dope, Mike, that one person is enough for you. In the social media world, oh, that no. one that one like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough. <laughs> it wouldn't be enough. Like a one like from somebody. If you posted a fire picture of something mm -hmm. and then David liked it because David knows what that is, that one like wouldn't be enough. That's the problem with that's the problem today. The problem today is is that like you never feel like you reach a level of like, okay, I'm done. I'm sure we've all retired from sneakers a million times. I don't like this. Like, this is, I don't like this. This is crazy. Like, and, and I joke about it. And I, I told George, I said, I want to get somebody in the podcast to talk about addiction, to talk about that stuff, because there is something innate in all of us as individuals that make you do stuff like this. It isn't a normal thing. Everybody has access to it. I grew up with a lot of friends, played basketball, basketball teams. And out of 12 people on our basketball team, I was the only one who had hundreds of sneakers and we all played basketball but they they didn't have that they would buy the one pair of jordans to hoop in and they'd have like a pair, a pair of something to go to school in but see i had my hoop in shoes i also had what i took off after the game to wear on the bus 
and then I had what I was gonna wear in the car ride home. Like it was a, it's an innate thing, and it's it's definitely something I feel that in us it's a chemical addictive thing when it comes to clothes. We talked about olive pants. I don't know why I got 13, 14 pair of olive pants. I, I, meant I don't to, know. I meant to address you on that. I did make a post about olive pants after that, but to your to your credit, there are different shades. The same thing to your to your debatable. I mean, listen, uh, you can almost get a gray that's an olive. You can get a light camel that's, that's gray. An olive. No, 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 listen, listen. Green there are shades, green. but like, ooh. I mean, okay, so outside of that, like when we're talking about when you when we're younger, I had as a young man a lot of shoes too. I didn't I didn't really have any deficiencies, not to, you know, knock on wood. Everything was healthy, strong. I was played sports, girls, whatever. But like right. I wanted to look good. Right. And it started at the feet. It's just, uh, all right, I know I got a pair of Air Force Ones, but I need that that pair with the yellow because I got that yellow outfit. And, like, I didn't have 300 pairs of shoes. I had 13. And then when they right. got old, the only thing, the only difference was when they got old, I threw them out. I didn't save them. Like, I'm at the point where, like, I don't have to worry about my shoes getting old because if I if a shoe gets old on me that I've worn through, like, good kudos, good for you. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. Like, right. Right, like for me to burn through a shoe is impossible. That's mm -hmm. why the accumulation, but, like, like I said, I like I moved. I threw shit out. I gave I gave a shit ton of shoes. Like when I tell you, get I probably should have written it off how much I gave away. I must have gave away probably close to like three thousand dollars in sneakers. Easy. DS dead stock. Asics. New Balance. Nikes. Just I was like, whatever. You're my size. Take if you can wear them. Take. But I didn't give them all to one person. I gave them out to a couple different right. people. But like that, like what you're saying behind you. Like I couldn't deal. Once I saw how much it was in a moving situation, I was like, oh, fuck no. I wasn't raised like that. Like, I had nothing. I, was, I had nothing, but, like, I wasn't raised to have this kind of accumulation. My mom was like, let's throw it out. What is it? It's gone. I was playing in the street one day. She drove by with my Ninja Turtle suitcase in the back window. No, I had to go. It was garbage. You need that no more. You're old enough. You don't need it. She threw everything out. So, like, right. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't justify having that kind of stuff. See, and I, I, I can now, and I can't now. Like, we were raised different, like even my wife, same way, where it was like, we have, we know for a fact, we have absolutely no more use for this. But you know what? Just go put it over there just in case. That's where like the origin of like a junk drawer comes in. You know, where does this screw go? You know what? Let's not throw this screw out because just in case. Home a lot of runs out of those screws. You know, and that that's what's crazy is that like we that's how I had to train myself. I remember like when like, you know, we started buying like all the new TVs and video games when they needed HDMI cords. And I remember we just had this influx of HDMI cords everywhere. 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 And then it was like, oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and save these. Just wrap them up and save them. And it was like, now I got about 13, 14 saved. And it's like, what am I doing? The, uh, HDMI cord is like nine bucks now, like ten dollars. Uh, how about I, ha I was in the same boat as you? And I don't even use the HDMI cords that come with the TVs. So either way, I gotta buy a new one. You got you gotta buy a better one. I buy I, I buy the gold, the gold tip joints. The so, gold yeah. ones, yeah. yeah. But I have a drawer full of fucking forty HDMI cables. The PlayStation, the three TVs, the other TVs, the cable box, they all come over. I'm like, why am I saving these if I'm never going to use them? Yeah. It's you know you're right. It is sickening. You guys, sick. uh, you guys have any go tos right now in your closet, clothes wise? Oh, the pants I'm wearing. I know we want to say hoodies, but I can't. Oh, I mean, 
I, I like honestly, I've been wearing strictly camp out gear because I've been working on like the new clothes that I'm putting out, which I didn't I didn't like touch on before. I'm not trying to make like a promo here, but like I, I also don't put out like very expensive to like make clothing. Most people, you know, depending on the brand you're using, the blanks you're using, like I charge a premium for my clothes, so I don't like to just put anything out. That's the other thing too. So like I've been testing vinyl samples, iridescent colors, prints, glitters, heat prep, like through the roof. And like, I'm burning through so many samples I'm about to buy more. Like I didn't even, and you know how old these shirts are? I bought them in November of last year. We're about to be in the summer. So like I bought and paid for them already, but it's just one of those things where all I do is wear my own clothes. So outside of the pants that I can't wear, because I don't make pants, like all I do is wear camp out stuff. That's my new thing. All day, every day. It's go-to. What's up, oh. Dave? I see you, buddy. I see you, buddy. We we got to we got to get some clothes for you guys. That's it. I mean, Me and Dave will design it, bro. And you guys just wear it all the time. I know, for real. Like you need, you need green. I, we can do green. I do. I do hoodies all the time. I would say it's it's hoodies and um, I mean I kind of have the same compulsion with pants, but for real though, like for me, I'm a tall. I'm six three. You know, I'm two hundred and ten pounds. If I find it like for me, when I get a pair of pants. It's either too short, right? Like so, it it hits like you know mid thigh, uh, mid mid ankle or something. So it's not as long as I need it to be, and so for me that's frustrating. So when I find a pair of socks or a pants that fits, <laughs> see, I high. Well, I'm sitting down. Cut the shit, all right? No, but if I find <laughs> a pair of pants, I was like, I, I I was like, I know he's sitting down, but I was like, that's high. Yeah. I, I got stuff your, uh, that hits uh, higher than that. Oh, I whoa. got stuff that goes up the calf, like a little bit, like is mid calf, right? And so, like, if I buy something, if I buy something that fits, but I'm a thin guy, but if I buy something that fits, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna buy three or four pairs of it because because it fits. And I had this, uh, I like I like stretch denim. Like some people don't like it, I like it. It's comfortable. I can wear it. I can I can run. I can chase my daughter. I can. You know, I can go to work. You know, I don't feel like I'm so constricted. How so tight are your jeans? On. What? How tight are your <laughs> jeans? No, they're not. I mean, they're not that tight. I mean, that you need your denim to stretch that much? So you got to catch your daughter? You got to hike them up and just go for lunch? What's going on? But I like, I mean, I just like to move a lot. I'm a, I'm you, like a the 2%, you like the 2% elastane, or do you like more than that? The 2% yeah, like the gives 2%. you a nice No, stretch. I like the 2%. Yeah, that, that's but, fine. That, that's like standard, though. But I'm saying, like, when I get a, when a, so I have a, I have a couple of pairs that are like that. Right. And so for me, that's what I wear, especially now that I'm home most of the time. And, you know, my wife and I, and the funny thing is, Greg, just to kind of go back to your point of being in Arizona, my wife is from New Mexico. My wife is from Albuquerque. And Ew. so she has the same sort of like, oh, they don't know how to dress out here. Everyone has like this horrible like taste. And so, you know, she's, she's like, I got to go overboard a little bit sometimes with, with like fashion and making sure that everything looks perfect. So, um, you know, we sort of, I sort of understand because we've gone back to Albuquerque and it's been like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> I get it. I get, why, I get why you're, I get why you're thinking about like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta really, I gotta really put it on. But like, you know, for, for us, like, I think, you know, I really always want to, I don't know. I just, if I find something that I like, I I'm going to go overboard with it. And so that's kind of, 
I mean, you I'm sound done. like. And when I'm home now, we're home, and we've been wearing sweatpants. And then, you know, a couple of months ago, we were like, okay, we got to stop this. We got to start getting dressed <laughs> again. So, you know, stretch jeans or jeans that are sort of stretchy is a little bit easier to wear at home when you're sitting, you know, at your at your kitchen table for, you know, eight hours a day rather than putting on sweatpants. But also it's not like putting on dress slacks. See, like with me, like <laughs> when I hear how you describing you, that's like sounds like quintessential body type model every clothes I see. I am sh- I am short, okay? Let me explain something to you. I am short, all right? I'm not like what you might consider short. I am shorter than what you would consider short, okay? All right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I am a short person, all right? But the issue with me is, is that Mike got on here and said, hey, you've been working out? My upper body is nothing but muscle for some odd reason. It's just straight broad shoulder i have no idea why because i don't work out and it's just broad shoulder and then my lower half is like you know a little bit like tree stump thickish you know type whatever so like a medium shirt a medium shirt will fit perfect in length but too tight up here a large shirt will be too long but perfect up here so i have this weird window when it comes to clothing i don't i mean i know you guys have noticed that like a lot of brands now make extra small in men. So when they started making extra small, it threw medium off. Mm-hmm. I would buy a medium, then a medium medium came gigantic all of a sudden. And I was like, hey, I got to go back and buy a small. And then with brands, I, I wear a lot of Banana Republic, J. Crew, and stuff to work. Like I wear a lot of work stuff, tied neckties and stuff. And then everything came like slim, stretch, untucked, like all these different versions of a shirt. And I was just like, man, with Arizona, with we're, we're in New York. Mike could go find these stores that exist and say, let me go into a J crew or a banana Republic or wherever and try this on. All of our stuff has gone out of business. We, we have one gap left in the entire store, two gaps in the entire state. And both of them are three hours apart from each other driving. So it's like, okay, this is becoming to a point to where my online shopping has happened. I've done so much online shopping this past year that it's ridiculous. And so much stuff I've bought has been incorrect. You know what I mean? You got like, to buy the sizes, bro. Dude, come on, you know how to online shop. You got to buy the size up and the size down and then return it. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but you know what? You come across a lot of stuff when it comes to specific brands where they don't accept returns and stuff like that. Oh. You know, I, I, I still at times buy. Now, like when it comes to like Banana Republic, J. Crew Gap and stuff like that, I don't have a problem with that. I can return that. I can send it back. That's no problem. Not but, like, <laughs> but yeah, but like a Kith, if I buy a Kith medium, Man, it could be skin tight one time. I could buy another kid's medium. It could be the biggest shirt I own. You know, it could it could come down. It could come down to like, man, what do I now do with this? And I end up giving it away. I bought the concepts, the concepts Lacoste collaboration. Ooh. I have bought I have bought three of those shirts. I bought I bought larges in them because the last time I bought concept shirts, I bought mediums. They were too small, so I bought larges. The larges were so big, I gave them away. Like I, they were like double X. That's how big they were. So I was like, "Oh, I got to give those away." And those were like eighty-five, ninety-dollar T-shirts. I had to just give away. Give, a, give away is a rough one, though. I, I gave it away. You know what I even did? I even put them. I tried to shrink them. I tried my best, but nope. I just gave them away. I gave them to Rico. I think you know I have the same problem too. Like you know, for me, 
you know, because I'm sort of thin upper body, a lot of the extra large stuff, because that's the only thing that fits me lengthwise, is just too baggy. It's just way too baggy. It's too long, you know? And so like, I don't want to look like I, you know, like I, I, the stuff that I'm wearing doesn't fit. And so for me, I always buy, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a gap and a Republic person too. I'm always looking for the large, the large tall because the length is perfect, but it's not so, it's not so like baggy that, you know, I can't, I can't wear it without looking like I'm, you know, like I'm a bump. So like, you know, that's always like my big, that's always my big thing. And so like for me, I've I've gotten to the point where like I'll be browsing and if they don't have a large tall, then I, I might I might walk away, you know. Uh, I will say that, you know, as I've large, gotten older tall, as I as I've gotten older, I I used to never try clothes up. I never had to. Now I have to. You know, I I go in the store and it's aggravating to like all right, I got to take off what I wore in. You know, I got to take off my shirt, I got to put this one on. And then it's like, all right, you know, I hate that. Like, try on clothes is whack. Huh? Especially, if you, got, especially if you got the kids with you. There's right. rules. If you're going to be trying on clothes, you better be wearing sweatpants and a loose t-shirt. Yeah, but see, like, a lot of times I ain't prepared for that. And you don't go I shopping. Can't. Don't 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 even do it to yourself. If I can't of, in and out, I don't want to do it. And then you know what ends up happening, too? It's like, we'll go shopping after we ate. Oh. Why do we do that? Oh. Why do we do that? I just ate a bunch of food. My belly is all big. And I go try a shirt on. I'm like, this don't fit. And then I buy a large. <laughs> I buy a large. Wake up in the morning. The large fits like a, a double XL. <laughs> you, know? you guys, you guys, uh, great. I got I to gotta run to a uh, meeting right now. So oh, I'm going to fucking ex ex exit for the evening. I appreciate right. you for having me on, Dave. I'm sorry I had to cut it short, but I got to, I'm actually late already, but. No I try to, I try to chill as long as I could. All right. All right, <laughs> all right Mike. I, I catch you guys later. Later. Peace. I just want to touch back real quick on just like clothing because I know you said you are a Banana Republic guy. Like, so do you find that your work clothes blend into your casual weekend clothes, or do you find that there's a hard line? See, it's so hard to say, Dave. Like. I got so used to like not going anywhere really. You know, I would go in, like basic places, but like I didn't go anywhere that anybody would recognize I'm wearing kith or my sneakers. I didn't go to places like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so like my everyday work, I mean, I'm the only person in my entire building that probably wears a tie every single day. I wear really nice clothes like from Banana Republic, J. Crew. You know, you know, gap every once in a while when I find good things, you know, like I wear really nice clothes, you know what I mean? And so, like, I started to feel like I only know how to wear really nice clothes. Mm -hmm. I became more comfortable in a dress shirt to the top, necktie, tie bar. I became more comfortable in that than I did in sneakers and clothes. I just as of last year, I just started wearing shorts regularly. I can I never felt good in shorts ever in my entire life. Like, I mean, even as a kid, like, even to this day, if I go hoop, I'll wear sweats. I don't know what it is about shorts. It just never made me feel comfortable. But then, like, all the short shorts now, I wear those every single day now for some odd reason. Like, I don't know why. Um, but I will say that there was this block of time where I said, okay, I need to try to mix my sneakers with my dress style 
So I started buying a ton of chinos, you know, when everybody was buying yeah. the chinos. And I thought, well, I could freak it if I roll it up a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I could, if I started buying the, the cropped, the cropped kind. And I started trying to freak it that way. But then I became, I became uncomfortable with that. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. got to the point to where, like, all my dress clothes go to the cleaners and I would buy these chinos and I would treat chinos like jeans, but they didn't last as long as jeans. Yeah. So like I'd buy a pair of burgundy chinos, put them in the washer, got them joints just faded, faded. like a, yeah. they, they faded. And then I could try to like, I could try to freak it and be like, nah, these are lived in. They, they supposed to look like this faded. <laughs> but then it got to the point where it was like, all right, these are way too faded. These look gross now, you know? Yeah. Um. I, I will say, like I said, you know, growing up as a kid in church, you know, dressing up all the time, I loved it. And then at work, I will not go to work if I'm not dressed up. Like I, I get on people at work like, look, man, like you don't have to wear you can dress up here at work. This is a government building. You can look a little bit nicer. And people think I'm weird because I don't have to. But I do. And it's like, no, nah, man, like it's OK to take a little bit more pride in your stuff like that. It makes people uncomfortable how nice I dress to work, you know. Um, but I come to find out like you and I, we said about like going to kids' birthday parties. It makes people uncomfortable at those parties how I dress now. Like none of the people that we associate with dress like that. So like they begin to try to understand it and relate to it. And I'm like, no, no, no. We could talk about regular stuff. Just because I'm wearing <laughs> um, just because I'm wearing I wouldn't now, but if I'm wearing a eggplant foam posits just because i'm wearing a purple sneaker doesn't mean our conversation has to be about a perfect sneaker we could talk politics we could talk social injustice we could talk you know we could talk anything i am i'm a university graduate i have degrees i am a professional i have a career (laughs) my style yes i'm wearing a baseball hat that has a gigantic snake on the side a side patch whatever but no 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 i'm a professional i understand And and i do feel like you get judged and you talk about that walking in the room. I, I felt that, you know, you walk into a room and you're like, you can feel that everyone looked at you a little different. You know, it's like, like I said, I hated being the pink guy. I got that so much. Like, yeah. no pink today? No pink today. <laughs> Even pink dress shirts. I have so many pink dress shirts. I had to slow it down. I had to. Man. See, I went, I kind of went the opposite way, right? So like, you know, when I first started working, I didn't have money. So I was, you know, I was trying to dress it up as much as I could. And then eventually, you know, I got to that level where I had the money to buy a lot of Banana Republic. Like I must have, I must have like 50 ties, right? Like, and every day it was a tie. And just like you, I would wear a tie every day, button up because I was like, I'm a dress, I'm a dress to the nines because everybody else isn't and I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look you know on point and I always want people to feel like I'm serious and I did you know and then finally I think you know you always had that like you know when I was starting out it was always like what's your five-year plan where do you want to be you know what do you want to what level do you want to be at and so like a couple of years ago I hit that level right and like right. I didn't have a plan beyond that really right. so you know like I got into a job where I was able to dress it down a little bit. I was showing like, you know, the art school, man, I, you know, I started showing up there with ties and everything. 
and you know i would show up in meetings and there's people with like you know paint on their sweatshirts and like right. all kind of stuff and and these are people sort of above me right and so i was like okay you know i had kind of gotten into the sneaker thing i'm like maybe i could push the sneaker thing so i did and you know i kind of like you got known for it and it was like all right you know i'm the sneaker guy i guess you know but at the same time <laughs> You don't want to be like, like for me, I'm like, okay, I don't want to show up with something that is sort of basic and not basic in the sense of like, oh, it's a GR, but basic in the sense of like, okay, they're going to walk to the store because, you know, we're in New Haven, Connecticut, right. you know, they're going to walk down the street and they're going to see somebody else wearing the same thing. So for me, <laughs> I got to try to be a little bit different and I try to be a little bit upscale wearing nice crew necks you know nice sweaters right I still wear nice pants when I can um really dark jeans if I can and so for me I'm always like you know I don't want to be I'm okay being the sneaker guy but I want them to see that I'm like refined and I'm I'm at a high level with this I'm not like right. I'm not just going and buying that $30 pair of like mall <laughs> right. walkers from Marshalls and throwing them on and like coming to work because I've seen that and I'm not that, right? So I think the funny thing too that you mentioned was just the, the kids' birthday parties. And like, yeah, people, you know, I show up and it's always like, and I always see dads that don't know how to, I don't know if they don't know how to be themselves or they don't know how to dress or they just, they're, they're bringing too much of the office home or they're taking, you know, the, the clothes that they're mowing the lawn in and throwing that on. And, and so like, there's like this, like, I don't, they show up and they look at me and they're like, man, I, you can kind of see it in their eyes. Like, I kind of wish I could do that. Like, I kind of right. wish I could be comfortable. I kind of wish I could th bring it back to what I wore in, you know, in college or high school, which isn't necessarily what I wear, but, you know, I show up in sneakers I'm wearing a hoodie and, you know, jeans and I, I look casual, but it's always like, man, you're wearing sneakers. Oh, what are those about? What is this about? Right. Huh? Like, and I'm like, yeah, like, of course, we don't have to talk about that. Like you said, I got degrees. We got, we could, we could right. talk politics. We could talk, we could talk about like the economic stability of you right. know, the region, whatever you want to talk about. Like, we don't have to talk about sneakers. Like that's. Just because I could, just because I wear them doesn't mean that that's the only thing that I'm about, you know?